What is going on? And we are back with the 37th episode of NF Sports Talk. And I just want to thank everyone for tuning in today. And today's a day that we've been finally been waiting for. NFL Draft Day. It's April 23rd, which means the start of the NFL Draft is happening today in just over a few hours. Uh, it starts at 8 p.m. NFL Networks, ESPN, all the big NFL news broadcasting stations are going to be you know, televising the draft, um, hosting it, analyzing who gets picked and when they get picked. And it's just going to be some really exciting entertainment that's happening today. And the first kind of sporting entertainment that we've had in quite some time. So I've really been looking forward to this NFL draft for, for a while now, as some of you may know. And, uh, you know, I'm sure most of you have been looking forward to it as well as a lot of football fans out there. And on this, the NFL draft is a really big thing in, in the world. And, um, there's some of the best players in, in the world are going to be taking out of this draft and, and, you know, definitely some potential superstars coming out of this draft that will be the face of the league in, in a few years from now. So um, we're just going to, in this episode, we're just going to look at the final mock draft that has been prepared before, before tonight's draft. And I think we're going to be doing, Ethan and I are going to be doing a live podcast uh, while the draft's going on and just basically being react to everyone being drafted in the first round. So uh, it might be a really long podcast tonight. Uh, just react to see who gets drafted where, um, what which what players our team takes at, at what spots, and it'll be a very interesting episode for sure. Have our live reactions on the matter, and uh, you know, really can't wait for that episode for sure. So um, just just like I said, we're gonna look at the final mock draft here uh, of what's been created over the last few days, months, and and just leading up to this draft. And this is the final production that people believe that's going to happen in this draft. It includes trades. It includes, uh, you know, this, that. And uh, basically, we're just going to look at the first round uh, to start off. Maybe analyze second and third rounds later on. But we're just going to start off the first round here. And just to get right into it, it hasn't changed, you know. With the first pick in the 2020 NFL draft, everyone believes that Joe Burrow has already been drafted as the first overall pick. And he's undoubtedly going to be the first overall pick in the year's draft. And that's what everyone has. That's what has in their mock drafts. That's what people have in the NFL. So, Joe Burrow, the first overall pick in this in this year's NFL draft. Um, you know, just his ridiculous year last year is basically the biggest reason why he is the first overall pick this season. Um, and why he probably will be the first overall pick this season because of what he did last year. 6,000 yards, 60 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Just a ridiculous amount of yards, touchdowns, and touchdown-to-interception ratio. And it's going to be truly something fun to watch this guy in the NFL for years to come. The Bengals get their guy. The Bengals get their quarterback for the future, and he is going to be a very good quarterback. I truly believe that he has the right mindset. He has the right ability, and he's very accurate, very smart. He's very athletic as well. Surprisingly, he's got some decent speed with him, which is what you need in the NFL today. Uh, Very, very... Very high on Joe Burrow. I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. Uh, I really do. Two is there. Two is close. And then, you know, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. All There's just so many great quarterbacks in this draft. Love watching them play. And I'm really excited to see what Joe Burrow does in his career in the NFL and, and what he's able to do with the Bengals. It's going to be a special moment to see his name get called. And for whatever reason, if his name does not get called, I think it's more of a surprise if his name does not get called first than if it does get called first just for the fact that there's so much speculation that for months and months and months about him being the quarterback of the future for the Bengals and him being the first overall pick only makes sense. 
Uh, the Dolphins actually tried trading up for the first overall pick from the Bengals. Um, but the Bengals ultimately said, no, we're not, we're not trading out of the first pick. So the Bengals, or the, excuse me, the Dolphins are really high on Joe Burrow as well. Probably want to snag him, but the Bengals are saying, no, nah, that's our guy. So interesting to see here. And another thing to point out, an uh, interesting note here is um, teams are trying to work out trades right now before the draft actually starts. So today's going to be a very interesting day to watch. Stay around your phone, stay up to date with NFL news, because today's going to be a day where um, trades are happening all, all around the NFL. And uh, I truly believe that teams, most teams are going to try to work out some trades before the draft starts due to just so that there's less time to, to worry about during your pick because it's a virtual draft this year. It's the first time they've done this and you don't want to be stressing about, you know, calling up the people and they're not picking up for whatever reason, internet or whatever. So a lot of teams are going to work out some trades right now. And uh, I know that's tough to do considering it, it draft, the draft goes by, you know, real life, real time action of, you know, who got drafted there and who do we want? And this, that's like a chain reaction for other teams. But, uh, you know, uh, I actually have some breaking news right here. The New England Patriots are signing Marquise Lee, um, former Jaguar receiver to a one-year deal. That's that's actually really big. That's some really big news. Marquise Lee is is really, he was probably the best free agent receiver on the market right now after, uh, after just, you know, being released by the, by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, uh, you know, seeing this right here, it's actually quite, it's quite interesting to see the Patriots actually take a, you know, sign a wide receiver instead of, of drafting one in this stack draft class. So maybe that's something to note out that he's, the Patriots are not looking to draft, they're looking to sign. And, uh, you know, Marquise Lee, only 28 years old. So a decent, decent weapon for sure. And uh, we'll get back into the NFL draft in a second here, but I'm just going to pull up Marquise Lee's stats. He had some really good productive years for the for the for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars over the last few seasons. And to see the Patriots get a weapon like this, that's that's a promising sign for sure. Really excited for that. I know he is probably the best receiver on on the free agent list, like I said. And uh, yeah, so not last year because he only played a few games, but the year before that. 700 yards, year before that, 800 yards. So this guy's coming off two very productive seasons where he played most games. And uh, at six foot, you know, this guy could be a really good weapon for, for the uh, New England Patriots for sure. I, I should believe that. And uh, he's, he's, a really good, he's a really good weapon for sure for, for the Patriots, and they might have been able to get him for a cheap price. So that's a good move there by the, by the Patriots. I don't know how they afford him because, like I said, um, they don't have much cap space. So this guy probably is coming to the pages on a relatively cheaper deal. So interesting to note there. And uh, I'm really glad that they're they're stacking up wide receiver for, for whatever quarterback they pick. Maybe that's a sign that they decide to take a quarterback in the third round uh, now. Because I, I personally thought that they were going to take linebacker slash defensive end first, then quarterback, then tight end, then receiver, and then that order. So maybe they don't take a... Maybe they don't take a receiver now in the third round and ultimately decide to save that pick. So that's going to be very interesting to watch here. But Marquise Lee, uh, the newest member of the England Patriots. So just going to go back to the uh, NFL draft here. Um, at number two overall pick by the Washington Redskins. No surprise here. Once again, every every mock draft has had this. It's Chase Young, the pass rusher taken by the Washington Redskins. So... A, you know, this guy, like I, like we said before, 
This guy's being compared to Khalil Mack, Von Miller, Aaron Donald coming out of college, and he they say that he's better than them than they were at this time. He's the like one of the fastest athletes I've ever seen. He's so quick off the edge. He's so he's so you know explosive and strong and big. So that's uh that that's crazy. You know, I really think that you know he'll be a stud. I really think he's gonna be one of one of the best passers in the league very soon. He reminds he's got the most hype around him since Miles Garrett. And look what Miles Garrett's turned out to be. He's been a just a terrific force um, in the NFL. And uh, I really believe that Chase Young will be a very good player in the NFL as well. Very interesting there. And I, I've heard teams want to trade up to the second pick, and the Redskins are saying, no, they're not trading that second pick. They want they want Chase Young. So if that's their guy, and I, I'm really thinking that it's going to go Joe Burrow and uh, Chase Young 1-2 for sure. But after that, nothing's, nothing's certain. And uh, with a third pick in the NFL draft, the Detroit Lions select Jeff Okodu, cornerback. Now this guy, he's... Uh, He's he's definitely the best corner in the draft. I'd have to say he's uh he, he's pretty good, honestly. Um, he's fast. He's big. He he's got good ball skills. And and the, the Lions are coming off of an off season where they lost Darius Slay. Well, they traded him away, so they didn't get too much for him. And they signed Desmond Trufant. So if they can get this guy and he, and he can be good with Desmond Trufant, they're looking at a very good cornerback group there for sure. And they definitely saved a lot of money trading away Darius Slay. I know he wasn't happy there, but. Um, Jeff Okodu, the best cornerback in the draft for sure. And, uh, it's interesting here that I'm hearing that the lions are actually looking to trade away that third pick and, and move down a little bit because actually they, they think that, um, they think that the, the lions think that the cornerback that they want, Jeff Okodu, they think he's going to be available later on. So they decide to trade down a few picks and, and get a return back and, uh, you know, and get another pick and, and invest in their future for sure. So. I honestly think that's a smart move for the Lions if they think their guy's going to be there and say the fifth or sixth pick. Uh, I think the 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 Dolphins want to trade up, the the Chargers might want to trade up. So we'll be interested to see what happens here. But uh, just moving down here to four, they got the Giants taking offensive tackle. You know this is a stacked offensive tackle draft. There's going to be a lot of offensive tackles taking the first few picks here. Um, but you know nothing really exciting there to talk about. But uh, Miami Dolphins here at number five. There, this is going to be the one of the most interesting picks here to take. Um, you know, they they there's reports that they want Tua. There's reports they want Justin Herbert. There's also reports that they want to trade up and get an offensive tackle. So there is a lot of different scenarios going on right now for the Miami Dolphins. There, they have Josh Rosen, who they traded for, a former first round pick, a former top. 11 pick. They have Ryan Fitzmagic there. So maybe they decide to go with a offensive tackle first and draft corner and draft quarterback later on because Jordan Love, they have three first round picks. The Miami Dolphins have three first round picks. So they might think, well, let's gamble a little bit, see where, where Tua falls, where Justin Herbert falls. Maybe Jordan Love's there. Jordan Love has the ability to be one of the best cornerbacks or best quarterbacks in the NFL draft this year. Also, you got guys like Jalen Hurts. So who knows what the Dolphins are up to? Um, they're always trying to do something, but with three first-round picks, they got a lot of a lot of arsenal to work with, and they could go from fifth to third. Like I said, the Lions trying to get out of the Lions and and my Dolphins probably will have a trade from third to five, and and it looks like the the Dolphins are trying to get the offensive tackle that the Giants want to take. But if that does happen, I'll mention to see. And uh, in this draft, it actually has the the. Uh, Dolphins taking Justin Herbert over Tua, 
which is interesting because for the longest time it was Tua over Justin Herbert. But uh, I think Justin Herbert might be one of the better quarterbacks in draft. I still think Tua is ridiculously good if he's healthy, if he's fully healthy. So out of Alabama, a very good school there with Nick Saban. Uh, love love Alabama and, and the Crimson Tide. So I really do think that the, the, the Dolphins should take Tua over Herbert, but they also could take an offensive tackle and, and say, you know, to heck with both these guys and draft quarterback later on and, and Jordan Love or something like that. So watch the Dolphins in this draft. They're going to be doing something interesting the entire draft. They're, they're going to be up to something. I know they are trading, you know, moving up, down, whatever the case may be. They're going to be doing something, and they're going to try to have a really big first round. So watch the Miami Dolphins this NFL draft for sure. And just moving down here, at number six, they have Tua. So they have Tua taken by the Los Angeles Chargers at number six. Interesting to see because, like I said, for the longest time, it was Tua to the Dolphins, Justin Herbert to the Chargers. I don't know if the Chargers do take quarterback. Maybe they maybe they sign Cam. Maybe they keep Tyrod Taylor. I don't think they're going to keep Tyrod as their starter. I just don't see that happening. But uh, they could definitely draft a quarterback. Um, they could also sign Cam Newton. They could also sign Andy Dalton. They could also uh, you know go after a bunch of free agents, trade for them, whatever the case may be. But the, the Chargers will definitely be in the market for a quarterback. And if they draft two, that's going to be a very scary team. I could tell you that right now. Moving on to number seven. Interesting pick here. They have Isaiah Simmons. Um, so drafted by the Carolina Panthers. Perfect pick for the Carolina Panthers. They need to replace Luke Keekley somehow. And what better way to replace him than with the best linebacker in the 2020 NFL draft, Isaiah Simmons. He's so fast. He's so you know, physical and strong. And, uh, you know, Isaiah Simmons is just the best linebacker in the draft. Keep an eye on this kid. He's going to be a stud in the NFL. Number eight and nine picks are both, uh, well, eight, eight is a offensive tackle. Nine is a defensive tackle. Um, 10 is off another offensive tackle. 11 is another offensive tackle. But here's the fun part. The first wide receiver taken off the draft board. They have C.D. Lamb as the best wide receiver taken in this draft. And, uh, you know, the first wide receiver taken, and they sit, consider him the best for the Raiders. That's what they take. The Raiders taking C.D. Lamb, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. You know, this guy had a huge year last year with, uh, with Jalen Hurts. And I, I think the Raiders are taking a receiver no matter what. You could flip a coin and, and think, uh, you know, it could be Henry Ruggs. It could be um, Jerry Judy. It could be C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, whoever it is. You're getting a premium wide receiver and someone who is, is going to go out there and play big. It just comes down to, I guess, pure talent and, and ability and mentality to go out there and improve each and every day. So the Raiders are going to be in the market for a wide receiver. Definitely interesting to watch there. Another team in the market for a wide receiver here at number 13. Justin Jefferson. So uh, interesting to see here. We're going to keep going, but four wide receivers taken in a row here. But to, for the second wide receiver, it's Justin Jefferson by the San Francisco 49ers. Now it's interesting to see because for the longest time, Henry Ruggs was at this position for the um, 49ers. And, you know, I think the 49ers, if they get Henry Ruggs, that's the piece they need. That's the piece they're missing. But Justin Jefferson, I think he's the best wide receiver in the draft. I really do. He's, he's big, he's fast, he's strong, he's physical. He reminds me of like a Julio Jones, Alshon Jeffrey type receiver. And I think Justin Jefferson could have a huge career in the NFL, a very good career in the NFL. And if he goes to San Francisco 49ers on that offense, you got to think that George Kittle, um, Jimmy Garoppolo, that three-headed monster running back group they have there as well, and the young and the young wide receiver there, and Debo Samuel, I believe his name is, 
if they add Justin Jefferson to that offense, you know, that's a, one of the best offenses in the league, if it wasn't already. And, you know, if they decide to upgrade on offense, which I think they're going to do because their defense is so solidified already, the uh, San Francisco 49ers are looking at a very stacked offense, a very stacked team. And Justin Jefferson, like I said, I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the draft, if not the best. And to, pat, to match him with Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and Jimmy Garoppolo, that's going to be a perfect scheme for them. And I really think they could have something good going there in, in San Francisco. But I do like Henry Ruggs over um, Justin Jefferson just for that offense, the way it's schemed. I think Kyle Shanahan could personally scheme around Henry Ruggs much better than any other player just because the fact that Henry Ruggs is so fast and, and Kyle Shanahan would utilize him to the best of his ability. Uh, but moving on here to number 14, like another, like I said, another receiver taken, Jerry Judy taken by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I really don't know if they're going to go another offensive piece after the Buccaneers just got Gronk. They have Mike Evans. They have Chris Godwin. They have Tom Brady now. They have O.J. Howard. They're a stacked offense. I don't know if they upgrade at wide receiver again and sign another big receiver. I think they got to go offensive tackle here to in a stacked offensive tackle job. I think they got to go offensive tackle here to protect Tom Brady and make sure that he stays safe and healthy back there. But I could definitely see Jerry Judy as an option for the for the Patriots in the slot, or excuse me, for the Buccaneers in the slot. I keep getting the Bucks mixed up mixed up with the Patriots now because there's so many Patriots on that Bucks team. But um, you know, Jerry Judy in the slot for Tom Brady would be a very good connection, I I think. And you know, just I just keep saying Tom Brady on the Bucks, and I just you know I don't even think it's real, but it is. And uh, if Jerry Judy goes to the Bucks, that's gonna be the best offense in the league without a doubt. And that's a really uh, Brady will have an option to throw to on every single play, no matter who's covered. You could double team Gronk, double team Mike Evans. You're still gonna have Chris Godwin and, and and Jerry Judy open or whatever the case may be. It's gonna be a really really interesting thing to see if they do draft Jerry Judy. But I think they got to go offensive tackle to protect Tom Brady. Another wide receiver taken here at 15, Henry Ruggs. You know, this guy on the uh, on the Denver Broncos could be really scary. The fact that they, if they get a speedster, they, they Tyree Hill, Tyree Hill's a speedster in that division with the Chiefs. If they match speed with speed and and get Henry Ruggs uh, for the Broncos, you know that could be a very good weapon for Drew Locke. As I think Jerry, I think Henry Ruggs is, you know, you can't teach speed. That's that's the biggest thing. You could teach, you know, footwork, route running. Obviously, some people get it naturally better than others and become the better player overall. But you just can't teach speed. You can't, you know, you don't can't magically get fast overnight. But you can you can improve your footwork, you can improve your route running, you can improve your ball handling skills, you can uh, just protect the ball better after practice reps and all this and that. But you can't teach speed, and if you have someone as fast as Henry Ruggs, you got to think he's he's one of the better receivers in the draft just through the fact that he can be blow by everyone, be so explosive, and you know just get the top off the defense. So if the Denver Broncos can pick up Henry Ruggs here at, at fifteen, man, that's gonna be a good weapon. For Cortland Sutton and uh, Drew Locke and that in that Broncos offense that has a two-headed monster and Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon now, so if the Broncos can pick up Henry Ruggs. That's gonna be a good offense for sure in that division that already has a fast, explosive offense with the Chiefs. Uh, another defensive tackle taken here by the Jaguars just makes sense. They got to stack up, and the Jags got a Jags had a lot of work to do. Um, here's another cornerback taken. They say this guy is the best, second best corner cornerback in the draft out of Florida State. C.J. Henderson. Uh, this guy's a lot of bit of talks about the Falcons trading up to get him, about uh, other teams trading up to get him, but it has the Dallas Cowboys taking C.J. Henderson. 
you know, after Byron Jones left, that left a big hole for them to fill. And, uh, you know, keep your eye on Xavier Rhodes. I keep saying, keep your eye on Xavier Rhodes. He could sign with the Cowboys. He could sign with some team soon. And I think it could happen for sure. Uh, but they have they have the Cowboys taking C.J. Henderson. Um, you know, he's definitely one of the better cover corners in the, in the draft. And, you know, can't go wrong with him. Miami Dolphins taking an offensive tackle here. So I don't know what this is, like the seventh or eighth offensive tackle taken. Um, here at 19, Oakland Raiders, their second pick, taking A.J. Terrell. Um, you know, cornerback, they definitely need cornerbacks on, on the Raiders, but they have not had the best of luck drafting corners lately. They, they get draft corners, and they do not become very good players. So maybe it's the best for them to stay away from corners in the first round. But, you know, with the stacked quarterback draft, this draft's really exciting to watch. And uh, you got to think the Raiders are going to be, you know, doing something something fun on that on that team with, with their two first-round picks. So, Keep an eye on the Raiders in this draft. They're gonna they're gonna upgrade for sure. Second so pick for the for the Jaguars. They get the uh Levon Kashan, edge rusher out of uh LSU. This guy, I heard he's one of the best linebackers off edge rushers in the draft. He's a he's a definitely a very explosive player as well, and, and they definitely could use defensive help, like I said, the Jaguars. Here at pick number 21, Kenneth Murray. This guy is one of the better linebackers in the draft for, for speed and also tackling. So Kenneth Murray seems a good option for the Eagles. The Eagles love the fast linebackers, and they love the schemes with fast linebackers. So perfect fit for for the Eagles if they can get them. Um, here at number 22, we've got the Vikings taking Jalen Johnson, cornerback. Makes sense. You know, they lost Trey Waynes. They lost Xavier Rhodes. I think the Vikings are for sure going to take a cornerback in this NFL draft. Here at number 23. My New England Patriots. This is interesting because I haven't seen this this pick yet taken in. All the mock drafts I've seen, it's either been Jordan Love, um, J, AJ Espenza, or um, I, I believe that was it. It was either AJ Espenza, or AJ Espenza, Xavier McKinney, or Jordan Love, as I've seen the Patriots take. But this one has Cole Komet, tight end out of Notre Dame. This guy is the best tight end in the entire NFL draft and I some teams some people think that tight ends are going to slip to the second round I think Cole Komet is the best tight end in the draft I think he's going to be taking the first round and if the New England Patriots can get this guy he's like the next Rob Gronkowski he's huge he's big he's strong he's got great you know great big hands and that's a huge target for Jared Stidham if they can if they can get this guy so I think if they can get Cole Komet at the 23 that's going to be a huge upgrade for them at tight end without a doubt the fact that they just got, you know, uh, got rid of Gronk and treated him away, that that's big for sure, and uh, you know that's a big hole for left for them to fill that they haven't they didn't fill last year, they didn't they didn't fill this year, so they they might have to fill this year because they just got rid of Gronk and didn't sign him back. So, um, Cole Komet, one of the best pass catchers in the entire NFL draft, and, and definitely the best. Tight end in the NFL draft. This is a fairly deep tight end draft. Um, and don't be surprised if some tight ends do fall to later mid-rounds and, and do become very good tight ends in this, in this draft, like Hunter Bryant and some of the other guys. But, um, you know, I think that this guy this guy could be a really big, a really good tight end and, and a really, you know, productive tight end in the NFL draft this year. He's 6'5", 250 pounds. 65250 like this guy is huge huge fast strong last year he posted 512 yards with six touchdowns 
uh, just just a super productive player last year, and uh, I could I could totally see this guy being an England Patriot for sure. Um, moving on here to to twenty four, they got the New Orleans Saints taking a wide receiver actually, which is interesting because they just signed Emmanuel Sanders, they got Michael Thomas, they got Ted Ginn, they got Jared Cook, they got Alvin Kamara. I don't know if we need to stack up that offense anymore. I really don't know if if they, for the Saints, I don't know if you're stacking up that offense anymore. I think you go defense, you get maybe a safety, you get maybe another cornerback to pair with Marshawn Lattimore, maybe another pass rusher to pair with um, Cam Cam Jordan. I don't know if you're going offense with, with the stacked offense you already have. Uh, you don't really want too many playmakers. You want Michael Thomas. You want Drew Brees to get familiar with Amanda Sanders, and you want Jared Cook to step up and be good, and, and obviously Alvin Kamara there on that offense. So I really think that the, the Saints will go defense in this draft. But if they do go offense, like I said, you're looking at one of the most stacked offenses in the league once again. And, uh, you know, this guy, I've never heard of this guy, Jalen Rigor. Uh, I, I, I don't know if he's one of the better receivers. Maybe he's a sleeper. But um, I think that there's already so many great receivers already in this draft. If some someone slips, maybe they pull the trigger. But I just don't think that the Saints will take their first pick in the draft as a receiver maybe later on in the rounds. But for the first pick, I think they're going defense for sure. Another another Vikings pick here. They're taking an edge rusher um, out of Penn State. Um, it says here that the Vikings need a receiver because they lost Stephon Diggs, obviously, but such a stacked draft. And uh, if they can get another edge rusher here, I believe Everson Griffin got cut or something like that. So I don't think Everson Griffin's there anymore, but they do have Daniel Hunter. So if they can get another edge rusher, pa- pair him up with Daniel Hunter, that's going to be a very def- very scary defense. And uh, I think the Vikings will go defense uh, with their first first two picks. Got the Dolphins taking another pick here, a center. So it got they have them taking a center, a, a offensive tackle, and a quarterback in, in the first round. Definitely could see them stack up their uh, offensive line for whoever they get. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Dolphins do with this draft. Keep an eye on them. Um, Javon Diggs, another cornerback, one of the better cornerbacks in this in this draft out of, out of Alabama. Got the Seahawks taking Trevon Diggs. Definitely a need for cornerback in Seattle. Good pickup for them if they can get him. Patrick Queen, um, linebacker out of LSU for the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens need a linebacker. They need someone fast and physical. And uh, I, I believe that the Ravens, if they can get Patrick Queen, that's going to be a really good pick for them. And uh, definitely need to get a, one more linebacker to solidify that defense. And if they get Patrick Queen, they're going to be one of the scariest defenses in the league. 29, another offensive tackle taken. 30, another receiver taken. Brandon Ayuk, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, I know the Packers are in, I believe the Packers are, are in, Um, you know, they want to sign Jordan Love. They want to draft Jordan Love. If he falls to them at 30, I believe they're going to pull the trigger on him immediately. If he falls at 24, 25, 26, they're going to trade up for him because they, they consider Jordan Love to be the next Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers type player. And if, if Jordan Love can sit behind Aaron Rodgers for one or two years, you know, we've seen it before. They, Aaron Rodgers got drafted in later round in later uh, picks in the first round, sat behind Brett Favre, and, you know, he's, he's become Aaron Rodgers. So it's not unprecedented to see the Green Bay Packers take a quarterback in the first round, let him sit for a few years, and then let him become a, a superstar in the NFL. So if that's the same case with Jordan Love, maybe they decide to, to draft him and let him sit behind Aaron Rodgers and let him be the future for the Green Bay Packers. I could definitely see that for sure. Um, but if not, if Jordan Love is not available, they have the Green Bay Packers taking an, a wide receiver 
you know, the uh, apparently the Packers haven't spent a first round pick on an offensive weapon for, for Aaron Rodgers in, in five or six years. So um, if they take receiver here, they got to, that'd be a big pickup for them. Uh, got to make that offense a bit better for Aaron Rodgers. They lost Jimmy Graham. Um, they lost uh, another receiver there, at least him. So they need to pick up a receiver to go with Devontae Adams. And they got to upgrade that offense a little bit for Aaron Rodgers. But if not, Jordan Love could be could be going to the Green Bay Packers in this NFL draft. Uh, they have the San Francisco 49ers taking Jeff Gladney, cornerback out of TCU, with their second pick in this in the first round. I, I think this is a good pick for the Niners. You know, Richard Sherman's getting up there in age at cornerback. And uh I really think that they could use some, you know, young young legs there, cornerback for the for the San Francisco 49ers. So definitely could be a good pickup for them if they get a top tier cornerback in the first round. And to wrap off the first round, you got the Kansas City Chiefs taking Ross Blacklock, defensive tackle out of TCU. I saw this guy actually uh, projected to go to the Patriots. Uh, I don't know if they do that because the Patriots don't really need a defensive tackle at the moment. More of a defensive end slash linebacker, pass rush type player. But Ross Blacklock, one of the better defensive tackles in the draft this year. And uh, it says here that they could possibly fill him in with Chris Jones if he does not to... Uh, if he decides not to sign his franchise tag and maybe trade Chris Jones, but interesting move there. If the, uh, if the chiefs get Ross Blacklock, it's going to be a very good hole with that in, in the middle of the field at no cycle for, for Chris Jones and uh, Ross Blacklock for sure. So, you know, a very good first round here. There's a lot of players that, uh, that are, that are going to be surprising to watch. Uh, I just can't really wait for this draft. It happens in, in, in about, eight and a half hours from now you know can't wait to watch this see where where it goes and like i said we're probably gonna have a episode um um tonight of of ethan and i just reacting to the best players being drafted I, well basically every player being drafted to see where they go um how well that fits for them and just have like a really long three three and a half hour podcast um tonight so if we can get that recorded get this up on our screens you know it's gonna be more of a chill podcast because it's gonna be so long so we're just gonna sit back and and watch the draft together and just react and give our thoughts about what happens. So you know, this, this is kind of a shorter episode, but we're going to be back tonight with another episode of just our reactions to, you know, if Joe Burgess drafted first, if Chase Young's drafted second, follows him up, who the Raiders take, and as that's Ethan's team, who the Patriots take, as that's my team. It's going to be a very exciting episode, and that's going to be a very personal episode for us as we're going to be giving our opinions and you know, just reacting to our, our, our instinctive emotions of, of who gets drafted where and, how well a fit that is. You'll see where Tua goes, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, all these guys. Uh, interesting here. I actually didn't see, um, I don't know if I saw Jordan Love taking the first round of this mock draft. I didn't. So maybe he doesn't go to the first round. So if you just to watch that, um, can't wait for this draft in eight and a half hours from now. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. If you got this far, I really appreciate that. Covered some news with the New England Patriots. Well, you know, analyze this mock draft, the final mock draft before the, the NFL draft happens tonight. Can't wait. Tune into that. NFL Network, ESPN, all those you know sporting networks will watch it. It's going to be super exciting, super fun to watch, and I really can't wait for the NFL draft tonight. So thank you guys for listening. If you got this far, I just want to emphasize this. Make sure to go check out our TikTok, at NF Sports Talk, where we post the best clips each and every day of our, of our episodes. Short 45-second to one-minute clips where we just you know find the best clips of that episode give you guys some content and if you like that content make sure to go check out the full episode as you might be inclined to you know watch the whole thing and you might like the whole th episode so 
Make sure to go check out our TikTok at NF Sports Talk. We post the best clips for each episode. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. And we will be back with another podcast later tonight. Probably we'll go up tomorrow morning um, or maybe later tonight, depending on how, how late it is. But it's going to be a really, it's going to be a much longer podcast and just our thoughts and, and you know, our what our opinions are of who gets drafted when. So thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you're excited for the NFL draft like I am. And, uh, you know, make sure to tune in and watch that tonight. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time.